Well, it can only mean one thing whenever we join our friend of the program, Mr. Jim Razor, and that's that the skies are looking a bit ominous. Um, meteorologist Jim Razor with us. Jim, thanks for the time. Hello, Will. How are you today? Well, I'm doing okay. Uh, the raindrops are falling intermittently here around the studios in Ava. There are, of course, calls and predictions for some severe weather, in particular after 1 p.m. today, I believe, here in uh, southern Illinois. What can you uh, tell us is likely to occur? And we're going to watch, uh, more or less, uh, a solid line of showers with embedded thunderstorms and then embedded inside of that. Some of those storms likely going to be strong to, uh, to severe limits uh, or beyond severe limits. Um, the, the timing on it has been fairly consistent, maybe has moved up just a little bit. Uh, so you mentioned 1 o'clock. I think a lot of the focus is in the 3 to 5 range, but... I do think there's a chance we see an early arrival in, say, like parts of Randolph, Perry, and, and the Ava area right there where you are, uh, maybe as early as 1 o'clock, uh, and, and then we could see multiple waves. Now, I do believe the lead line will bring the biggest risk for winds, and there is a chance uh, of a tornado or two today. Now, I will add that, you know, we're constantly getting updates in, in the data and, and what I call the, the guidance that, that leads forecasters. And the updates today are shifting the bigger risk of tornadoes a little bit south. Now, that doesn't mean we're to uh, a no chance uh, in, in southern Illinois. It's just that I see the, the bigger chance uh, of organized activity where I really say, boy, I think there could be a tornado uh, that has shifted south of where it was yesterday. Uh, so we've sort of seen the, the, the risk reduced across southern Illinois. Uh, and once again, we, we see one of those gradients that I think the, the south seven counties have uh, a bigger chance of seeing severe weather than, than say, along the I-64 corridor. But overall, to, to sum up a, a whole lot of words there, uh, we see a chance for severe thunderstorms coming in this afternoon. It seems as if the ability to dial in within, say, 12 hours of a severe weather event is getting more and more accurate. I haven't I don't remember five years ago or 10 years ago when we still had social media forecasters talking with as much specificity about uh, windows of time, about storms developing. Is this something new or am I perceiving this wrong? No, the, the tools are constantly evolving and, and I'll, I'll take you down a, a a little trip in, in memory lane. When when I was a student studying meteorology and, and learning uh, the skill or the art of weather forecasting, we effectively had one model to work with. There was one, uh, and it ran on some of the biggest and fastest computers in the world, and it still took hours for it to run and come to us. Today, there is a multitude of models available to us uh, there are tools that are available today that we didn't even imagine 40 years ago. Uh, and one of those tools uh, has really, really increased the forecasting game uh, in the hour by hour, but it really only goes out for about 18 hours. 
So where we are today, especially with storm systems like this, is we're still looking at more traditional data uh, when we're two days or more beyond in time. But once we get inside, certainly get within 24 hours, all of a sudden we're getting hour by hour high resolution updates uh, with, with some of the, the best data I've ever seen. So you're absolutely right. Uh, the game has improved. It's not because forecasters are any better. I would actually argue forecasters today are weaker than what forecasters were 50 years ago. Those guys had little tool to work with and did a good job. Uh, but the tools that we have to work with today, uh, in my opinion, are, are amazing. And it's really the same for any science. Uh, take medicine, for an example. You know, the advances we see all the time. Well, we're seeing the same sorts of advances in forecasting. Jim Razor with us today. We're talking about this severe weather that could potentially impact uh, southern Illinois this afternoon and into this evening. When you look at uh, the forecast models, when do you expect this event to come to a close tonight? Uh, it's one when, you know, especially with uh, a listener base that you have that is so broad of course we're talking about a line that's going to move across southern illinois so when i look at right now the projection uh for moving into say let's say western jackson county coming uh, across the river you know that's in that let's say two o'clock range right now and that's going to wiggle and wobble when we say two you know it's probably not going to be perfect that line then as, as i pull the projection across looks like it crosses the wabash and moves out of the other side uh, and that looks to be at around 4 o'clock or so in the afternoon. Uh, so, again, a, a hot time from really 2 to 4 as that line is moving across. I would anticipate multiple advisories. You know, they'll sort of move from west to east across the region. Uh, but that's a window. That's kind of a critical window, too. I think I've already seen some schools have uh, reacted to this. Uh, you know, from two to four, if we have a line of severe weather moving across the region, that includes the risk for high winds, uh, damaging wind gusts. Uh, students on buses is uh, is a little bit of a concern. So uh, I, I know from some of what I've seen, school administrators already uh, watching that closely. And, uh, and I would always tell parents, remember sometimes, uh, and, and maybe many times, depending on the situation, students may be safer in a school that's well built than certainly being out on the bus uh, or even being home and in a case you know maybe kids are home alone for a little while until mom or dad gets there uh, so if, if decisions are ever made to keep students at school for say a half hour 45 minutes let the storm move through and then take them home i've always supported those sorts of decisions but by seven o'clock tonight should most of uh southern illinoisans be looking at a system that's at by that point moved into Indiana, uh, Kentucky, and to our east? I think the severe risk certainly has. Absolutely 100% I'm on board with that. Uh, there are signs the heavy rain and lightning could linger uh, well beyond, and there's a hint uh, that we could see one more little round of, of somewhat weaker thunderstorms that it may take them until 8 or 9 o'clock to completely clear the Wabash and get out of here. Uh, but for most of us, this event uh, is, is really kind of done by 6 or 7 o'clock. We always appreciate his time, uh, Jim Razor. You can find him on Facebook. Jim, I see that you uh, continue to post some charts and uh, guidance as you go along. Remind people where they can find you on your social media. 
Yeah, on, on Facebook, it's named Jim Razor Away From TV. Uh, you know, a little bit of a growing audience. I, I don't necessarily forecast uh, as much as just offer some insight into what I think forecasters are dealing with, uh, but also try and maybe give a uh, little information that uh, other folks don't have time to do. Uh, kind of a fun little project for me for the time being. Jim Razor, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Always good to be with you, Will.